Welcome to episode number 42, My First Job. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. We are here with the full cast. We got Goose, Heck, Manny, Gabe, and our special guest, Scott Free DeVore. The title of this episode is My First Job. And in this episode, we discuss our first jobs, how we landed them and why, what we did with our first paycheck, our kids and their first jobs, childhood actors, conversations with our kids about working and managing money, and our advice for someone attaining their first job. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Joseph Campbell, Aristotle, and Confucius. All right. What's up? What's going on, fellas? What's up, sir? So with my first job being the theme... Uh, we went to dictionary.com to find job and employee. Job is defined as a post of employment, full-time or part-time position. And define employee as a person working for another person or a business firm for pay. So uh, I figured let's get the topic out on the table. My first job thought it would be something interesting and uh, as usual, uh, we'd like to kick it off with a story. And I got this one from uh, www.jobmob.co, and it's titled Tales of Corporate Oppression. And it goes Whoa. like this I once got talking to a guy whose job it was to go into a company, sit alongside the system admin for two weeks, and write a professional audit on his processes and practices. Naturally, the system admin would be on his best behavior, showing off all the clever things he did to keep the company's computer network ticking over. At the end of two weeks, the system admin would be then fired. (laughs) There would never be any audit, and it was just a method for the company used to replace their IT people without disruption, making sure the new guy was trained up and the old guy didn't cause any damage before he left. Wow. Hmm. Wow. He got played? Can you imagine, though, that's your first job, and this is the company that you're working for, right? right. Bunch of sleaze oh. bags. Uh, so let's, yeah, that's a super underhanded way to do that. Yeah, yeah, that is the most coward way to fire somebody. I mean, by far. Clever and coward, though, because at this time, yeah. the guy thinks he's doing an yeah. audit where, in in truth, he's showing you all he's the tips and tricks and all. Showing you the tricks and tips that he has so that he can do the job next. Yeah. Okay, but here's my so, thing. Okay. But it's still a scumbag move to do, like. Here's my thing. This guy, you know, needs to bring money home, even if he stinks at his job, even if he deserves, let's say, to get fired. Right. I mean, come on. You want two weeks from me? You give me two weeks. Right. I mean, let's not let's not be that way. That's terrible. If I owned a company, I mean, unless someone it is. Don't get me wrong. The genius inserted in this method is is hilarious and and um, uh, borderline. But yeah. It's you got to give them credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah, um, that is clever as anything. And I feel like I heard that before. To maybe not to that ex- strategic, uh, you know, extent. But 
Um, all right, so the next one is from careerbuilder.co.uk titled Interview Crashes. All right, so it goes like this. One of my first jobs as supervisor was to interview candidates for administrative assistant. Lee S. recalls we scheduled a full day of screenings. Following a very wet and rainy day, some of our office roof was leaking and maintenance had a couple of buckets in the hallway. Not a great first impression, but hey, it was a quaint old office building. Each applicant had to complete a battery of written tests as one candidate dutifully sat at a desk outside my office. I heard a swoosh and then a huge splash. The ceiling tile just above the candidate had collapsed under the weight of the rainwater and drenched her. (laughs) Wet but unharmed, the the experience clearly dampened her spirits and her prized interview suit. She immediately informed me that she was no longer interested in the job. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Um, that is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, wow. you're hiring people. Why don't you hire somebody to fix your roof? No? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. true. Good point. Maybe you should talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. here, I'm just yeah. here delivering the story. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but, you know. Maybe they're like in a historic part. I know Goose. This, I mean, you're in a historic Bristol, Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a bunch of old buildings. Yep. And I'm sure, honestly, I read this and wasn't surprised at that happening. But I yeah. can see it is your first. You're, you're trying to make a first impression, yeah. and then the job themselves, the employer, is not making a great first impression. Yeah. But uh, yeah. seriously, there was a there was a girl who I hired last year for an old company. And it was the first person we hired. And her first day was when we moved into a brand new office. It was one of those furnished offices. Mm-hmm. So her first day on the job, she moves in and the office is like completely like empty. And she just had this look like, what's going on here? I thought you guys were like a real company. So I had to explain to her, no, this is legit. We're just moving in. And guess what? Your, your job is to help us furnish this place up. So, huh. you know, I kind of kind of saved it a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> She had that look like, man, are you guys even real or not? (laughs) This is some shady stuff going on here. I know if I were to go, well, for the interviews that I've gone to, I definitely was trying to go to make a first impression, being that my hair was on point, uh, you know, my tie was perfect, perfectly knotted. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hair was on point. Thank you to <laughs> it's, the It's goose. usually always on point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's never a question. Well, thank you. And my suit is nicely pressed. Mm. Now, if I'm going in there and I pick out my best cologne and everything is going for me, the last thing I'm thinking is a ceiling tile knocking my, you know, knocking me over. Honestly, I would probably just laugh. Yeah. Um, and I would still ask for the job. <laughs> I'm like, uh, now that's you know that's well, all, you would think now. I, yeah, no, now the cards are more I'm secure. Looking for yeah, advantages yeah, 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 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's spot. an advantage. You know what? Um, they owe you that job. Oh, like how the tables more. have turned. Yeah. Did prior candidates have a tile fall on top of their forehead? And completely drenched. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's already got a workman's comp case. I mean, it's like, <laughs> 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 this is unbelievable. What an opportunity! Uh, I never, I never walked into nothing. I never walked into a place like. You know, you go to interview them. They're interviewing you, right? But at the same time, you're interviewing them. And now right. thinking about it, I never actually walked into a place and, like, audited the place. Like, what's it look like? What's it, you know, what's the feel? Mm. I never did that, not thinking yeah. about it. I and did now that I worked at Old Navy. I definitely did. Oh, well. <laughs> well. That got you far. How old were you? Last week. 
Oh well, I mean it, it happens, but yeah. I mean, and in, in every in every job I had, I never like False. interviewed or audited the like the place to look at. It. Like, oh, that's, that's leaking. Um, I don't know if I want to work here. Do well, you ever do that. I understand what you're saying. Well, because there's so much going on in your head anyway. So yeah. you're just kind of like, I mean, I've I'm not gonna say I inspected a place, but I definitely you, looked you, around and you just kind of like analyzation. You analyze. You can tell what you're walking into. Yeah, like. you can tell. A lot of things though too. I mean, uh, which I'll talk about is a cleaning job that I had. My mom boss just telling me he's like, dude, it smells good. It it distracts people from what the actual visual is. It's a se- it's another sense. Yeah, I, taking absolutely. away you know yeah. what from the visual. So yeah. if that it smells so good, true. even if the place is dirty, if it smells good, you're just kind of like, oh, I went, but it smells. I good. went to the bathroom today at work and it smelled amazing. And I look into the sink and they had like three air fresheners and all these like these girly soaps in the men's room. Yeah. And the, the smell was amazing and I, it didn't bother me that there was like paper thrown all over the floor after that. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? It's like, but it clean. smells But the good. smell was like unbelievable. I just went to the bathroom and I was like, do-do-do and just kept on walking you after washing my hands. Huh? It's a good strategy. It is. Very yeah. good. I didn't realize that now that you said that. Mm. That's you why I bathe in out. cologne yeah. uh, before. <laughs> you bake? You bake your cologne? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, let's bake cologne, cool guys. water. Yeah, usually, right. I'm like Manny. I don't usually audit the building, but I'm like auditing like the people I see. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like I'm, I'm smart in that dude. I, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Last time I did that, Size I didn't get the up. job. I'm Size smarter than him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't show it. True. Yeah, I mean, you can, it could be in the back of your mind. Like, I was oh, trying man. to size him up. Or, or the guy walking to the bathroom like, oh, man, is this guy going to interview me? And he walks in the bathroom like, yes, that's not him. And then some other. And then he monsoon, comes out of the bathroom. Yeah, without washing in his hands, like welcome. And shakes your to hand. The rotated views. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, I would just go around the table here, and Scott, we're gonna start with you. All right. What was your first job? My first job, man. I got a great first job. Believe it or not, my first job was McDonald's. Nice. Oh, nice. classic. Yep, yep. Very McDonald's, nice. 16 years old. And I remember like back in middle of 2000, you remember when they were doing those um, TV commercials, like my first job, and they had like these celebrities, like this is for McDonald's. And like Macy Gray yeah, yeah, was yeah, one. Yeah. Yep, yep, you guys yep. remember that? Yeah. yeah. Like I felt, I felt cool after that because I guess my first <laughs> job... I was 16, so that was probably 90, 95, probably. Yeah, 95, so like 10 years later. Wow. So here's how it went down. So my best friend, Drew, he comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, we're going to go work at McDonald's. And I look at him. I'm like, dude. I was like, man, I can't work at McDonald's. He's like, oh, dude, you got to do it. It's going to be awesome. Like, because, you know, most of our friends that, that I used to play basketball with, they all work there as well. So he talks me into it. So... I go with them for the interview and, you know, this lady's like, okay, you know, you guys are hired. Once you come back on Saturday. Uh, so we filled out some paperwork and everything. And the lady who's like the manager classic, she was like Humpty Dumpty with like a mustache. <laughs> so this oh. big, like Humpty Dumpty looking lady with like a full mustache. Right. Nice. So I'm 16 <laughs> years old. And she's like, okay, we need Without a mustache. <laughs> I, I still don't have a mustache. I'll be, I'll be 38 next week, man. People think I'm still 16. But anyways, it's great. Uh, this lady's like sizing me up, like all in my pants, like trying to figure out my, my pants. Size. So now I'm like getting violated. 
by this Humpty Dumpty lady with like a mustache. So I feel, I'm like, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. So I'm like, whatever. My best friend's going to work there. His brothers are already working there. There's some other people working there. So this is like middle of the week. So then Saturday's like our first day. So I show up on Saturday and I'm figuring, okay, you know, whatever, we'll get through. It'll be fun. And usually like my best friend, I might mention this, the first time I was on a show, this guy's habitually late. So it's like late. It's like 10 minutes late. He's not there. 30 minutes late, he's not there. Huh. The whole day, he never even showed up, what? right? Oh, wow. man. I'm like, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm like, what? 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 So that first day's over. I call him up. I'm like, Drew. I'm like, man, what's up? He's like, today was like our first day at work. What's going on? He's like, man. He's like, I can't work at McDonald's, man. You're crazy. <laughs> you, I couldn't work at McDonald's, and you talked me into it. So wow. anyways... Um, it was probably like in the winter time or whatever is when, when I got started up. But, um, the way our McDonald's was set up is that our drive through section was separate from the regular section. Yeah. So they had this conveyor belt. Well, well, before I get to that, so you had to like put in your time before you can work drive through. But my one, my one request was if I'm going to work here at McDonald's, cause I, you know, I don't know why I thought I was like too good for it. But I told him, I was like, if I'm going to work at McDonald's, I'm going to work drive through. I was like, yeah, from yeah. day one. Like, I'm not going to put in my six months or whatever you need. Like, day one, if I'm going to work here, that's going to do. I'm not going to cook anything. I'm going to be on the register. So we're like, okay, you know, you can work. You can work the drive through. So they let me They let me do it. So anyways, the drive through, like I said, was separate. They had a conveyor belt. So you usually worked with somebody, you know, in the drive through And this little thing, I don't know if you've ever seen a McDonald's. That's quite, you know, I worked with some people who are like, you know, hackers. So they knew how to hack the system. So they taught me some tricks early on where if you ordered something uh, like that was wrong and then if you wanted it for yourself, then you'd take it off the, uh, the person's like receipts before they pay for it. So we would order like Sundays and like Big Macs, yeah. chicken nuggets <laughs> oh, to send to us. Up in the, the different section. So then when the person came around to pay for it, you know, we just take it off the bill. So then like, he, you know, he never, he never knew what was going on. So it was great. <laughs> wow. wow. So awesome. that lasted maybe a few months, but then, um, it kind of ended for me when they made me work on Easter. So I, it was like, you know, maybe three or four months that I'm there. So like Easter Sunday they like scheduled me in and I'm like, I was so pissed off. I'm like, man, you're going to make me work on Easter. I was like, man, forget that. I I'm not working here. Quit. But the funny thing is, like, I didn't really celebrate. Not that I didn't celebrate Easter, but it wasn't really, like, an important holiday. <laughs> I just used it as an excuse just to quit. So that was my first job, man, Mickey D's. Wow. Nice. I love that. Uh, that's classic. Yeah. I like how your friend Drew, is, is that, like, a joke still, like an ongoing joke that you got oh, played? Yeah. No, they yeah. stopped being friends well, at that point. Like, yeah, so the next, the next job, we both worked there. Um, at, a, at a different place. It was Burger like a King. telemarketing company <laughs> selling like magazine subscription renewals. Yeah. So I kind of pulled the trick on him. I, I didn't I didn't like not ever show up. But like after like two weeks, uh, I basically told him, hey, I just basically walked out. I said I wasn't working working here and he stayed. So <laughs> I got back. I got back at him, but not. Nice. Not nice. Time. That's good. Way to get back at him. He's like making more money than ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Successfully. uh he owns, employed. he owns the company now. It's called the Drew Estates. But no, um, I had a question. What were your hours at McDonald's? Because I know that's always a, a, a topic. Well, I yeah. think I don't know if it was back then, but now I know they're open. Like they got crazy hours now. 
Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, I was in school, so it was right after the basketball season. So probably end of February is when I started. So because it was during the school, maybe during the week, maybe worked from like five to nine and then probably put in some more time on the weekend. But, you know, I knew some friends who were not, I wouldn't call him a friend, but a guy who who I went to high school with, he ended up dropping out of high school just to become an assistant manager at 16. I'm like, really? This is your career path? You know, you want to become assistant manager, you know, and he was making like, you know, $18,000 a year. Like it was a great thing, but you know, to each his own, you know, (laughs) that's what he wanted to do. Good for you. Um, So, but hold on, but you did mention that there was other people, other basketball friends or whatever that worked there. Did did you not, did you have fun there? I mean, yeah, we had a great time. It was like, it was like the happening spot. So, you know, I'm from Hagers, I'm from Hagerstown, Maryland, and this was the McDonald's on dual highway. So dual highway, Manny's been through Hagerstown. Absolutely. So anyways, um, it's like right in the center of like the strip where like people like cruise the duel, right? It's it's kind of like, you know, corny, but that was like what people thought was cool to do. So it was like right in the middle of the strip. It was always busy, lots of people. So people who worked there, not everyone, but like there was people who, you know, kind of got like some street cred for working there. So that was part <laughs> of, that was part of the deal. Yeah. But now that part of town, it's like all like, you know, gangs and drugs and everything. So it's not, it's not as cool to work there anymore. (laughs) It changed 20 years. That's hilarious. Yeah, 20 years later, the city's in ruins. That's funny. Um, all right. So now that we heard, you know, the infamous Scott DeVore first job story, uh, at Mickey D's, what goose, what was your first job? Uh, my first job was landscaping. I He's was a landscaper. He's I always was, cutting something. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was. I'm always grooming something. I was 15. I remember we had um, us in high school. Well, I was in 15. I was. I think I was in seventh grade or eighth. I was in eighth grade. Yeah, you're like an old eighth grader. <laughs> no, seventeen. Uh, <laughs> what the? Grad- I don't even know. Well, he yeah, did right. graduate Honestly. at twenty-one. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he graduated. Honestly, yeah, I don't last even year. know what grade I was in anyway. It was last year. No, so we had a uh, a student teacher. He was he would come and he was like he would help out in one of the our math classes, or whatever. And I would talk to him, and he's he was he always dart right after school was over. I'm like. I, I see you flying by as you leave it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I own my own little landscaping company. He was like, so as soon as school's over, I, I go and do that. It's spring started, so I go cut grass. And then the busy season is in the summer, whatever. And I'm like, oh. He's like, um, he goes, yeah, I, sometimes I need help. I need whatever. I have my kids or my, my neighbors help me out, whatever. I'm like, yo, I'll help you out. Like, I just threw it in there. Yeah, you know, the following week, he's like, yo, are you serious? Do you really want to help me cut grass? I'm like, yeah, sure. So, um, I never forget, he came and, uh, picked me up at the house, had his truck. He's like, yeah, just bring, like, water, whatever, so you don't dehydrate. Actually, school was over, so it was beginning of the summer. And, uh, I jumped in the truck with nothing in my hand. He's like, um, did you pack a lunch? Do you bring, I'm like, nah. Like, I didn't know, like, I, I just, like, was just going to work. I didn't think we about breaks or anything, like, so, um, we stopped at a 7-Eleven, and, and I remember he got me, like, a big-ass bottle of water. And then we, whatever. So, um, we, we pull up into, it was like, wasn't far. I lived in Bristol Boroughs. So we worked in Levittown, cut like grass in Levittown or whatever. And then he's like, he was excited. He got a count for 
Bristol Borough. So I'm like, cool. It's like right where I'm at. I didn't know the account was a high school. So he's like, yeah, we got to cut the, the high school grass. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking like, like groom the front of the high school, whatever, which isn't too big. Yeah. Um, we pull up into the back of the football field, and he's like, "Yeah, we gotta cut this football field." Meanwhile, we I had we, all he had was walk behinds. Oh no! Oh, so man. I actually had to cut the whole football field, like walking behind this thing back and forth, <laughs> and, and it was a big size like uh, lawnmower, but still over like you think about it, over a hundred yards plus, and you're just going back and forth and back and forth. Wow! And I remember that was like. Dude, do I just like stop here? Do I quit? Like, do I leave in the middle of this whole thing? I'm like, nah, he needs me, whatever. So, um, after that, like, after I did all, he left and went, did like another, um, he worked on another project somewhere else. Yeah. He comes back and I was like, still alive. Yeah. I was like, uh, like a quarter finish. And he's like looking at him, like, kind of, I seen, you could tell, like, he was like disappointed because he probably would have like banged out real quick. Yeah. But I'm like, Still, like, learning the tricks of these big uh, lawnmowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, passed out on the whole yeah. lawn. So, and <clears throat> he was kind of, like, happy that I finished the whole thing. And he actually gave me, like, I don't even know. It was, like, a 50 cents. Like, first, I think I started off at, like, $6 an hour. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I'll give you six fifty. I can tell you're dedicated. You're dedicated. I don't know if it was, like, his his test towards me on, like, yeah. cutting this major. Um, but I, I lasted, like, a summer with him. And then I think I did the following summer. Yeah. But then I, that following summer, I was like 16, so I was old enough to get like a real decent job and right. whatever. But um, yeah, cutting cutting grass was oh, and actually I never forget that the second season he was doing oil changes on all his lawnmowers. So he drained out all the oil, and he's like, yeah, put oil on all these all all the lawnmowers. I'm like, how much do I need? He's like a quart and a half. In my mind, what register was half a quart. So I put a half a quart on these lawnmowers. Yo, I we seized like two motors. Oh, I did anyway. God. He's like, we're driving right. Like we go to the next like our probably whatever the job site cutting. And I, I I'm watching him because we're both doing the same like lawn. And his thing is like putting and smoking. He's like, I see him working on it. Whatever. He comes up to me. He's like, Yo, how much oil did you put in that? I'm like, I have a quart. He's like, He just rolled his eyes and walked away. <laughs> Yo, and I see Fired him. Fired instantly. Yo, I see him. He had he got like another lawnmower that was working and towed the one way. And then I finished what I was doing and he's like, yeah, um, that motor seized. And he goes, the one you're using is probably about to die too. He's like, that's not enough oil or whatever. And I didn't know I'm 15 or 16. I didn't know yeah. the did he, difference. Did he pay you or did you have to pay him? Nah, but I, uh, I think I might have worked it off somehow. I don't know. Nah, he didn't charge me anything, but... Yeah, definitely probably like he was definitely in negatives that year. <laughs> <laughs> but Did yeah, you help this guy at all? I mean, yeah, I, I know there's a bunch of bring down. Yeah, he was disappointed. You seized three engines. I mean, like, like he was yeah. a detriment to the business. <laughs> he, he was gone four hours. He, he comes back, you barely out of business. I still got And the paid, following though. year, I'm my brother getting... Miguel started his first landscaping company. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Don't change the oil. Oh man. That's hilarious. Yeah, actually. but I was. Uh, you know what? That's incredible. And though. it's funny now because I live in the t- like that same area that I start cutting. So I drive by these houses. I'm like, yo, when I was 15, I used to cut that grass, yeah. like their lawn. I used to do their lawn. It's yeah, like, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and I see like I'm like, yo, they, you drive by, you you can see the houses. But I'm like, yo, in the back of the house, they have like a nice in ground pool. Blah, blah blah. I know the ins and outs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool though. Yeah, now that that that's I was still these guys were still in the basement on the bucket that time. Yeah, he was still chopping off our ears. So, <laughs> but that's interesting. Uh, 
<laughs> um, that this guy would give you a chance, yeah, even though, two like, because I would think, like, for me anyway, that's like landscaping, and you know, that's a physical, uh, yeah. that's an aesthetic thing. So you're looking yeah. at him like, yeah. I don't know if I would give the reins to a 15. I think I was definitely a burden like, on him. Appearance. I feel like I definitely was like you a, sounded like because it. well no I got stuff done I, I just I just <laughs> gave dude I, I seriously I banged I, ba- I banged out what I had to do I I really did like work it off but like his his total frustration was like if I was sixteen I had my license I can drive and do this part of the town and he can be on another t- part of town in yeah. an hour's time he can double his. But it was just like he would drop me off with all the equipment, and he would go somewhere else, and know, have to come back, tow me to another spot. Like, it, I felt like it definitely was a lot for him, and he was trying to get as much as he could done yeah. with extra help. But yeah, he quit as a teacher and a, and a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. and a, so a, this guy is now goose, just like goose. Totally just made him drop out of doing what he was doing. Nah, under a bridge, drinking away his woes. Uh, <laughs> but uh. So how old was this guy? Do you remember? You, how old did you guess? Um, at, he was young. At that time, yeah. He was in his like mid, mid-20s. Mid-30s. No, no, no. Like like early 30s. Huh? Yeah. Uh, early really? 30s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Early 30s. His name was Scott DeVore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, heck, what was your first job? <laughs> My first job was... The meatpacking plant. No. Cheerleader. No. Hey, that's part-time. <laughs> <laughs> Those extracurricular activities. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spell it. Correct extra correctional. <laughs> so my first job was a at this place called the Magnet Gallery, and it was literally in someone's garage. And a buddy of mine took me in. He's like, he's like, yo, how old are you? And I said, fourteen years old. He's like, all right, we can. Uh, well, I think we could we could probably use them. I mean, I'll talk to the people see if we can y- use you. And it was nothing but magnets, stickers. And glue. Okay? <laughs> so I walk in. I walk in. This is in a garage, and this right? is in someone's garage, and okay. there's about yeah, 20 people working there. What? There was, it was 20 people working in there. That's actually impressive. They, very oh. impressive. So now oh, they had... A, he's impressed. I was... I, I had no idea what I was doing now. So basically, you had to get the the, the sticker of whatever whatever uh so let shape, me get this straight whatever so you were in in high school i was you were 14 not only years a old. T, t, uh, cheerleader but prior to that who you said made, i was you, a cheerleader jewelry at <laughs> yeah. the magnet factory yeah. <laughs> and believe it or not it was like definitely like butterflies and dandelions and stuff no no, like no we believe it yeah. Yeah. yeah um so they're like like butterfly shaped magnets but needed the sticker on there so we had to glue the sticker on and then, or even glue the magnet on the side, depending on the shape of the size. So everything was like glittery and like fuchsia, and magenta. Right and up like your alley. Your type perfect. Of world. You loved Fairyland. It. Fluorescent colors. Wow. You yes. loved it. So, I thought they outsourced that. All the China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, I was, let's see, this was the, uh, maybe this 1996, was, he 95. Was out, he was outsourced. I definitely was outsourced. So I worked there one day. Do so you want to switch up? Uh, it, it was kind of like a sweatshop, yeah. It was kind of like a sweatshop. Um, I worked there one day. I was, you know, doing whatever. I thought I had it, you know. I thought I had the job, you know. But what were I knew you what I was doing? doing? I was gluing stuff, just gluing these magnets onto the stickers. These were you facts? correctly gluing? And the then stuff? yes, I was. And then I was, and then the, and then I would insert them into like the plastic baggies to package them. 
So I go in that day, and the guy goes, yeah, we can use him. We can use him. So I'm sitting there, and my buddy's standing next to me, and we're working and doing our thing. So the next day, my buddy picks me up, and he just drops me off. And I go in there, and I go start working. And I was there. It was only like maybe like three hours. I would go in at like four and get out. And not even like two hours. Maybe. I would go in at four and get out at like six. So it wasn't nothing. What in the world? It was definitely horrible. Like so, the most illegitimate yeah. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, heck was the oldest person working there. No, no, there were definitely <laughs> older people working there. No, no, so it gets better. So the third day, my buddy goes in and he we walk he picks me up and we go in and we're uh and we're um we walk in and I start working and whatever, we're getting everything ready. So it's like I was there maybe for like twenty minutes. So then the boss calls me over to the side and he goes you're terminated. I was like, how much am I getting? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting a rinse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know the terminated means you're gone. Oh, you're no. fired. Yeah. We don't need you anymore. Oh, so then man. I'm standing there and he's well, like, he reason? thought you meant you're the terminator. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I said, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. You don't keep me back. <laughs> So I'm looking at this guy and I like, like I look at Julio. Julio goes, Nah, man. Yeah. So he got Hector and Julio working for him. (laughs) No, you're fired, man. So legitimate. It's a great business. He goes, You're fired, and I was like, What do you mean? But why did he fire you? I I just wasn't keeping up with the numbers that they wanted, like the amount of money. At day three, did you get paid? And I never got, and I never got paid. I never got anything. You need a paper. I didn't get paid for anything. Oh, how long? That's That's their scam. Remember that on Buddy the Elf? When he's making those etching sketches, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. Seven in an hour, yeah, yeah. And I like two thousand. Shoot, Hector. Oh god. Yeah. So basically, I was baffled. Didn't know. I walked home crying <laughs> <laughs> on Pond Street with like a sticker on his chest. <laughs> he's like, a butterfly sticker. He's like, Here, take this. You're number one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I put the number one sticker on my chest. Oh, uh, man. Shit. It was the oh, most. Too good. I, I just, like, realized, like, I did not know that I wanted to work. Like, <laughs> did you agree to a price? Like, how much were you supposed to make? I was supposed to make $6 an hour. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because that's so, what he told me. It was, like, $6 an hour. So yeah. I, uh, But he, meanwhile, he, he was supposed to probably work from, like, 4 to, like, 9. He was just leaving when he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Everybody's going yeah. on break. Hex. He's no, like, no, no, right. Yeah, I was there for three days. Much. I was literally yeah. there for three days. Three days. He ends up smoking cigarettes, hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Him and Julio. No. <laughs> that's great. <crazy. laughs> At fourteen. But, yeah, that was it. So oh, then, that's funny. I just re- I just retired for the rest Yo, of the summer. So you can't even. Oh, he consider- retired. <laughs> <laughs> he got terminated. Ended up retiring at the age Yo, of fourteen. You can't even call it a yeah. job. You never got paid. True. Yeah, he didn't quit. True. He got terminated. I got terminated. I mean, so technically, it was technically a job. Yeah, it, was, it was a volunteer job. Yeah, I volunteered my service. Yeah, he worked enough to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I worked enough to get their their one shipment done for free that they didn't have to do. Oh man, pretty oh, much is what I did. You know what? Good for them. Mm, yeah, um, they got right, me. So, bless their little heart. <laughs> Manny, what was your first job? Uh, well, my first job didn't last too long. The first couple didn't. The the first job I actually was hired for but never actually went was burger king um wow. my mom made me go at 16 
uh, it was right after basketball season. We we're going into baseball. She's, you know, she's kind of an old school parent and said, you know, this, this is it. You need to start earning, you know, your, your way. I was like, uh, my dad was like, no. Now my mom started to work at eight and my dad started yeah. to work at nine. So at 16, <laughs> you know, at 16, they were like, you're way behind here. Well, right? yeah, they you're put that two numbers together, age. like 15. Yeah. He's we like, yeah, 15 you, total. You're yeah, 16. yeah. You should work. You should start working now. So anyway, I, I go to Burger King. And she says, uh, you know, I go through the whole interview and she says, all right, um, good. You know, you're going to be the nighttime supervisor. What's the nighttime <laughs> supervisor? What is up with the supervisor like names that these yeah. places throw I'm at not, people? I, I was and you're 16 still years burgers. old. And it, first of all, I mean, it didn't even get that far. 50 cents more an hour as a supervisor yeah, than the, uh, but how does some, pitch. how does a six year old kid get a supervisor? That's where I got I thrown understand. off. I was like, she's like, yeah, you're going to have to uh, close the, uh, the store up. And I was like, looking at her, I was like, I, I, no, I, I, don't I don't even, even have keys my to my own, own house. house. Yeah, I don't have keys to my house. I'm going to close up this bit. No. <laughs> so anyway, I was, and I just kind of yeah her. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. She's good. You start Monday. Never went. I never showed up. <laughs> my mom's like, how did it go? I said, good. I got the job. Come Monday. She's like, what happened? I was like, I'm not going to. Mom, I'm not. No. I was like, no, you're not taking me to Burger King. So I just told her no. I never went. I never went. I actually had my dad co-sign. He's like, Terry, he, he, he don't need to work. Well, I was playing sports in school, blah, blah, blah. So that was the first job I technically got or was, was uh, you know, hired for but never went to. But my first job that I actually went in was my mom got me a job uh, where she worked as a, I don't even know what you call it, a, a line worker. What, what would that be? I was working the factory line, packing trucks in the summer. Um, you know, they were very vague about where I was going to be. So this, <laughs> the second week they put me in a truck. Like inside so the, one? Yeah, so the whole place is air-conditioned, right? With yeah. a bunch of other people? I, I, no, no, no. Not, are you no. sure you were no. working? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I go into this. Now, mind you, I'm 18. I'm in college. Um, that's called so, human trafficking. Yeah, right? that, that's what it was. So <laughs> how the factory was set up, there was, you know, you know how the, you go to the meat store and there's the plastic uh, see-through oh, that yeah. separate the two buildings where yeah. it's cold in the freezer? Right. Yeah. So I'm on, you know, the first week I'm on the, the, the cold where- side, the warehouse side of things. And, you know, they're like, here, just stack up boxes on pallets. You know, it's perfume and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay. The second week, they, you know, I never knew what was in the plastic, like what was through the plastic. But as I walk through, there's just trailers. When I walk over there, it was like, it was six, 70 degrees and it was like 110 in, in there. Yeah, I've... I, You've you know, been in the trailer I've before. Wor- I've worked there, yeah. yeah. I used to drive a forklift there, yeah. So they left me there with 24 pallets, and they said, here, we're going to do... It's the international load. I need you to load this for the day. With hand trucks, yeah. With hand, yeah, and it was... Uh, no lie, I was there for three three hours. The first three hours, I was going, I'm, I'm good. And that day, for whatever reason, I took hydroxycut. Remember, in you know, a couple of 10, oh 10 15 gosh. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hydroxycut, if anybody knows about it, you, you got to still file a lawsuit against that. Yeah, I, I should. Well, the first three hours, <laughs> you you take like it was a it was a gradual step down. So you had to take like nine pills or something. Yeah. I think I read the directions wrong, but anyway, I took. Yeah, a lot. nine pills backwards. So I thought it was the V pack. Yeah, my man's taking a handful of Skittles in his mouth. I took them. Listen, I took them all. And I was on fire for the first three hours. I remember going to the supervisor, walking by. I said, that's all you got? Uh, all good. My <laughs> oh, mom gosh. My mom asked me. She's like, you all right, bye? And I was like, yeah. And I was good to go. I was like, yeah. As soon as that wore off, 
by 10:30 i remember sitting on on top of a box like just <laughs> slouched over and a guy goes what's the matter i thought i thought that's all i got he, i was like uh, uh 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 i was i couldn't even come up with words my mom's like money you okay you okay money and i'm like 18 my mom's yet like yelling are you okay ask me i'm eating lunch where meanwhile she's packing me lunch like i was sitting there i was sitting there with a mustache and a beard like thanks mom thanks i, I appreciate that mom and puppy you get it she's rubbing my head telling people all these weird stories i'm like oh my that's God. my son he's yeah. my boy he's, he's special yeah, he he's is special. He he's my prize long story short <laughs> all that i was 40 i was 40 hours a week and it was like they agreed upon it was like 785 right so i worked through what was a temp agency well the temp agency i didn't realize took a took cut. a cut it was oh, like 125 dollars i showed my mom the check i was like mom it's 125 dollars and she's like what she looked at the check. She she made me quit. She's like, "You're done. You're not you're not working for that." Because I was in no lie, it was like it was horrible to be in. What it wasn't the horrible worst conditions, but for five dollars an hour, essentially yeah. is what it came out to be. Yeah. It was Forty hours. They were getting an eighteen year old kid who was, I was breaking my back doing what they were asking me to do because it was all heavy, like it was gallons of stuff. So they were like 40, 50 pound boxes all day. She's like, "You're done." So I didn't even, I didn't even like, I didn't get fired. I just let, <laughs> my mom made me quit. She just <laughs> made, made me do it. Yep. I couldn't that, even. That we could have paid for some Jordans, man. Yeah, I would have left too. Oh, job. man. But then it actually worked out because then I got a job a week later making $8 an hour driving a car delivering part. Yeah. Those so you, you, yeah. you, you appreciate that. No, that job yeah. Driving. If the you driving. had that, if you, if you didn't experience that and you would have been driving like this is horrible. A horrible, Driving yes. back and forth. I was you, the happiest driver you, ever. Was, was there air conditioning yeah. in the car you're in? Oh, you experienced. Yeah, it was. It was a brand new at the time. What was the heaviest pound uh, product were you carrying? Yeah, it was. It was they were actually were car parts. It was, it was start, I drove a, a, a Scion TC. No, not a TC. What's the boxy Scion. thing? Scion. XB. I Scott, drove that around. Scott has one of them. It's, they're, they're I got nice. three. I got three of them. Pur- purple, pink, and aqua. Oh, I took so oh, much advantage of that. Charlotte Hornets over there. I, um, that's interesting. Um, that, that's funny, the two jobs that you had and both somehow... Your parents well, One, you never even showed up. And the second one, uh, it was like a forced... Uh, uh, what do you call that? Resignation. Yeah. Um, she made me quit. Heck, that also does not mean to raise. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Gabe, what was your first job? Um, no, in high school, um, my my best friend at the time, his dad had like a cleaning company. Like, did like a little jobs, you know, they had like little contracts for like random places, like like dentist places and like little things here and there. Yeah. So like my friend offices. Yeah, like, they clean like okay. offices. Yeah, like little little offices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right. So my friend helped his dad most of the time anyway, and they asked me to if, you know, I was looking for an extra like whatever to help them with it. Yeah. So like it was it was only like, well the one I went to they had ran his dad had numerous other ones I think he had like a team of other people but like the little ones he had me and his his son help too, um so like once a week the one I did was like a little dentist place over I forget where exactly it was at but it was like a few hours every week and just like you know, um he gave me like one corner of like the building whatever so I like I vacuumed I dusted I mopped I like um the counters the sinks and all stuff and and just made sure everything you know everything was tidy in the air he came and monitored and that was pretty much it it was like nothing dramatic i did that for like a couple years till i started college oh wow so that was like a straightforward uh answer i was waiting for the punch (laughs) (laughs) he worked up until last week first job was it's my turn yeah you 
You didn't blow up no motor. I know. I was kind of yeah, like, you didn't yeah, cry. I, and I saw you got raided. My mom canceled me <laughs> forever. Sweat in a hundred degree. Uh, he was the best employee ever. Your, your boss wasn't disappointed. You had to clean up that um, water damage from that story that Jimmy mm, kicked off. This exactly. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my first job uh, was uh, I was a cook. Well, I don't know. That's actually kind of like a uh, dis- disrespect for, for actual cooks. I cooked. Yes, I was a. Um, I wasn't much of a chef, but um, it was at a little deli there in Bristol Borough, right off of Route 13. So we got a lot of truckers. We got a lot of interesting people, I should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Locals. And I would say interesting again um, because (laughs) they sold uh, certain, you know, beverages or whatever. So we got... It was 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 malt liquor, man. There were 40s in there. It was... (laughs) We were selling straight up Colt 45s, (laughs) Hurricanes, Steel Reserves... Uh, <laughs> Forty ounces. That was nice. when uh, Cuatro Loco, Ode, that Ode. Loco something first Ode. came out. The Four Loco yeah. first came Not out. We were like a trial, right? Some oh. guy left with like three heads and like, all right, we got to go back to the factory, see how you know rework this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it. It sold for a dollar. Oh I'm not God. even exaggerating. A dollar for a big one of those huge cans. Anyway. We also sold your huge 24-ounce can of 99-cents Arizona iced tea. Yes. That's a corner store. You, you remember the whole menu, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember the whole menu. It was, it was, a, it was a bodega is what it was. Yeah. Um, and they had everything. We sold everything. But anyway, so my job was to be a cook, and we made sandwiches uh, in Pennsylvania. We call what I guess the rest of the world calls subs. We call them hoagies. So I was making, you know, Italian hoagies, American hoagies, um, and then also making your, again, you're not from the area. If you're not from the area, we have cheesesteaks here. I'm sure you heard of them, but we made cheesesteaks, our version of the cheesesteaks, which is um, chopped up, and they weren't like Which is the only version. Which is the only version. A lot of people, they go to Philadelphia, and they get like the Steakums version or whatever it is. They're kind of just like patties of these really thin steaks thrown slapped on with this whiz cheese spread mm, and some no. fresh italian oh, bread anyway so i learned how to cook that was like one of my main things though out of this job but it was fantastic because i was in high school same thing i was 16 i got the job with one of my good friends uh mike and we had a blast after school it was hilarious because you got a bunch of characters you know coming into this place and they were fun. It was to me. It wasn't really nothing negative. We had fun with them. We had great conversations with them. But they would order like some interesting stuff. Uh, being in the cooking industry, you get like, you know, like a cheesesteak with pickles. This is not pickles. Is not something you put on cheesesteaks. No. To be clear, that's something that you put on like a cheeseburger or something like that. And <laughs> so, I mean, from times that we've messed up putting extra ketchup and extra mayo, right? Because you got to understand, like we going into this, you don't do anyone else's food but your own you're not a grown man where you're cooking for your wife i was 16 yeah so what is the definition of extra so we're being young smart butts and we're putting extra like we're putting you did you don't totally covered in it yeah because the guy gave us problems before so now this guy is his buns are like surfing a cheesesteak and and tomato soup yeah exactly so anyway needless to say we had fun the job was absolutely fantastic i actually had the job for like two summers um and it was the same thing. We you just smelled had horrendous when we had to pick you oh, up. Oh yeah, and I smelled. No one Yo, wanted to pick me up because the location that I worked at had a uh, horrific uh, ventilation. Mm. And not only that, uh, 
cheesesteaks, a lot of people like them with fried onions. So you would grab the fried onions and throw them in onto the grill. And so the depths of your fingernails uh, literally had the juice of onions that was sitting for the whole day in some like buttery stew. And then you, I would then go home and literally endouse my hands in bleach. That was the only way the smell would go away. You weren't wearing a glove? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. No gloves. Oh, man. Yeah. He was sweating on the food. It was so hot in there. I mean, when he said there was no ventilation, it was just like a fan. It was No, like there was a hot. there was an actual like a thermometer back there, and it was hitting at 135. It was literally finger licking good. Yes, sir. And it was the yeah. best. It was also cool because it was local and walking distance, so all my friends would show up, and you know, we'd hook them up with some... You know, yeah, cheesesteak and fries. Some free, some free uh, yeah. cheesesteaks. Allegedly. Um, you used to come home. Allegedly. No, you used to come home and mommy would be like, go downstairs. You just run straight yeah. into the basement and take off all your clothes you in the could, basement. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was, was literally like a Your sprint. clothes would, would just like yeah. smell the whole house. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. We we delivered a lot of interesting sandwiches. This one guy had like, they, they ended up making it. This was when, do you guys remember when Buffalo cheesesteaks first came out? This was like yeah. that era. This was back in 2000. One to two thousand two, whatever it was, two thousand three, somewhere around there. And Buffalo chicken cheesesteaks first like hit the market, and it was like everyone wanted one. Well, this one like trucker would come in and order what he called the heart attack. Man, this thing had <laughs> all the meats. So it was a cheesesteak <laughs> with with instead of having fried onions, we had onion rings on it. Yes. Okay? Instead wow. of having oh, wow. regular cheese, we had mozzarella sticks on it. Mm, and then sure. have chopped up ham, chopped up turkey, and a strips of bacon on the top. What? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean. But good? no pickles. The no guy, pickles. let's just put it this way. No pickles. No pickles. The guy was not fit yeah. um, who ordered it. He <laughs> wasn't a bodybuilder? No, 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 no. He wow. was not fit at all. But uh, yeah, that was my first job. Um, it, it paid decent. But, uh, you know, one of the other questions I want to ask you guys, what did you do with your first paychecks? I'll just start off since we're already talking about you know, since I'm here, but I remember my first paycheck. I'm like, mom, what do I do? <laughs> I literally went to home and I was like, I, know I just got like a stack of money. What do I do? She's like, your first stacks. paycheck. She's stacks like, stacks. Well, $20 is a lot. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, <laughs> she's like, well, this is your first paycheck. You just do whatever you want with yeah. it. But your next one, um, I want you to save half and you can spend half, whatever. So I'm like, all right. So she's like, yes, buy whatever you want. I'm like, all right. Awesome, man. So I went out, of course, did like the knucklehead thing, bought like $80 sneakers and then had yeah. like $20. I got paid weekly there, so it wasn't actually that bad. And I had like $20 for the rest of the week. I was supposed to go to the movies and stuff. I'm like, oh, I went to the movies, didn't buy popcorn, <laughs> bought like a soda. And it was like, oh, it was terrible. So I totally mismanaged yeah. uh, that. For, but I had a fresh pair of Nikes. Um, I think they're Hirachis, actually. Yeah, that's what I did with my first paycheck. Scott, what did you do with your first paycheck? I was, I was saying like you, man, I bought some basketball shoes. So this is 95. I don't know if they were like, they were Charles Barkley's, Charles Barkley's, Anthony no, no, Hardaway's, no. Pennies. No, Penny Hardaway's. Char- you bought Charles Barkley's or a pair of Shacks. Oh, they had the air. Oh, did it say yeah. air on the side of them? I bought the Shacks when he was with, um, Reebok, Russell, Russell athletic brand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You, you know Shaq still makes shoes. Like you can still yeah, buy yeah, you like Shaq. You get them at the store. Yeah, yeah Scott. Yeah, we know like you have a fresh bucks. pair. I he knows the price. Then he's like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Like I used to wear. Like uh, no, no lie. Like because I used to turn my ankles a lot. But I used to wear the the classic Reeboks with like yeah. the real high yeah. high top double baby straps. 
double baby straps nice. all day. Yeah. But yeah, I bought some <laughs> shoes, man, with my first paycheck. And then, you know, I only got a few more afterwards. Like I said, I only worked there a couple months. But who knows what I did with it? Probably bought it some clothes. Yeah. yeah I, that, think that's, that's that's, I think that's the classic. Clothes thing. and shoes. My yeah. first paycheck. Well, that's what you well I do. didn't. Well, yeah. I didn't get paid. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, how did you buy my that? First. Actually, you know what? No, my first paycheck, I went out and bought my bike parts for my Schwinn. Because I was in the middle of rebuilding my Schwinn and I went out and bought bike parts at the bike shop. Well, that's like very um, productive of you. I, I was probably the first and all, that was probably the only first time, the first and only time I ever did that. Other than that, everything else just went to clothes and shoes. Goose, what did you Game, do? Game I think, no, I think I had a... Uh, Remember, um, Pop came home with like a, a GT Dyno, and um, it was like into parts. It was it was like a frame and some. I remember going to the bike store and like I'm like I want this bike and I Pieced went it together. Yeah, yeah. And put it together. I remember that's awesome. That. Dang, another good thing. Yeah, and then uh, and then you just did like bunny hops all. Yeah. <laughs> but then that summer I saved up money and I bought it for my first car. Dude, I thought you were gonna say a Ferrari. I'm like, all right, you don't have to lie to us here. <laughs> like, but I, I was I was 15 years old and I bought a, a, a Volkswagen a Rabbit. Volkswagen Rabbit. What year was it? I was 1981. Oh, wow. 81. 1981. Yep. Four speed. It was Yo, push gray. down reverse. Push down reverse. This thing was gray. Navy blue interior. Uh, the color of the exterior was called depression. <laughs> uh, uh, Manny, what did you do with your first paycheck? I don't know. I think I. I oh, again, you didn't even work. I was. Oh no, I was. Yeah, well, the first. Yeah, the first paycheck I no, ever I'm had. Only kidding, yeah, I saved. Uh, they made me save half for books, and then I. I think I ate the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> I went. Oh, out literally. Yeah, he no, went. He went to Burger King and spent it. We went, we went, yeah. yeah, he went to Burger King. Like, uh, yo, I, you well, know, he should have got paid. No, he's. You know, he used to be the supervisor. But that was it. He went to Golden Eagle. Um no, that I mean that makes sense. Gabe, what did you do? Um, I don't exactly remember, but I'm sure I probably went to Funko Land or GameStop, whatever. Funko I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> oh my Video God. games. Funko. You definitely Land. went to Cousins Market yeah. and bought some marshmallow. <laughs> some Funko. Wait, what's Funko Land? You definitely it bought like a, video, went to video game store. Oh, yeah. bought the, does everyone remember he, the? Uh, he bought Excitebite. Bimbo, Bimbo, <laughs> yeah. Bimbo's version of the Twinkies. That's what Gabe went to Cousins Market exactly. and bought the Just Bimbo bought versions of Twinkies. of Twinkies. Do you remember? Look up Bimbo. It's a brand. It's not be, me being What's funny. A, it's a bread company, right? Yes. Oh, um, it is. And yeah. then look up their Twinkies. Bear looks like it. Yeah. Look like it's a little bear. Like a, um, that's what Gabe bought. Look like and then also Wonder look bread. up Cousins yeah, Market exactly. in Philadelphia. You will laugh your tail off. Anyway, exactly. So we all pretty much did the same thing. Well, <laughs> except for Gabe. Uh, the typical, typical me. The typical, uh, this guy went to Funko Land, which I've never even heard of. We He's had a sports beyond. land, so it was probably the same. No, um, it's a video game store. Funko oh, it was Land. Like an arcade? Was it, no, no, it's, it's no. like a video game. Video game. Like, GameStop. Like GameStop. <laughs> e- electronic e- boutique. Games, stuff like that, all the equipment. Oh, it's like a batting cages? <laughs> <laughs> not understanding. I do, I'm not a fan of uh, video game. I am a fan. I can play video game. Like, give me Tony Hawk back when it first came out. Oh, in sure, the yeah. first PS1. And I can be there for hours. Or also give me like Grand Theft Auto. Anything where I'm in control and then I like the racing stuff. Beyond that, I like your occasional Mario and, uh, you know, Mario Kart. But, you know, it just stopped there. So when people are talking about Funko Land, I don't know what that means. But uh, what, um, so, so money after that, what did you guys do? Just out of curiosity, 
with your money. I know I kind of said what I did, but with your money after your first paycheck. Was your first cha- paycheck kind of like, did you just blow it or did you just blow everything until you actually had like your first like legit job? Just blew it until I got responsibility. No, yeah, I mean, so like he's I still said, blowing it. I, I I saved money, like I said, to get a car, and then that was, just, that was just my thing. Just and he's still money. buying cars. Like he's doing, doing these noble things with his money. Uh, Scott, what did you do? And I I still don't have a penny. Basically, <laughs> I was buying like music because I used to DJ. So I only worked in between like basketball seasons. So this was um, pre like Napster days where you can download that stuff for free. Yeah. You just you, aged you guys yourself. know. Allegedly, yes. allegedly, allegedly, but um, AOL. He allegedly but, downloaded songs. Yeah, Scott but the Pirate. It wasn't until like nineteen when I was when I was free. kind of forced to live on my own when I was in my freshman year in college, and I had to I had to like actually pay real bills with money. But pre then, music and basketball stuff and clothes for the most part. All right, so you kind of talked about um, you know working while at school. Uh, I know me and Manny. Uh, kind of worked while we're at um, Temple. What are you? What are your thoughts about that? Uh, and did you do it, or what are your thoughts, Scott? I know you allegedly got paid for you know being a DJ. Um, yep. Goose allegedly was you know getting paid for his haircuts in the basement. Heck, allegedly was still making stickers with butterflies on them. Yeah, <laughs> I said, give them to my girls this um, this past Christmas. And then. Mm. Um, <laughs> And then Manny, Manny was like he, he was like an admissions administrator or something like that. He was like in the HR department. <laughs> no, disappointing, I worked in a financial aid office. Disciplining kids and stuff. So oh. that was interesting. But uh, oh wait, no, Manny, you worked for uh, the girls' basketball team. This is where did oh, you yeah. get paid for that though? But it was a, yes and no. They bought me books. So if you want to call that payment, yeah. that was it. That's, That's a, a form of seven hundred dollars for uh, yeah for five months of work. Oh, real good trade off. Yeah, now you my found a, a wife that way too, right? Yeah, I guess it worked out that way. But they didn't pay you much as far as, you know, money-wise. But I got to travel for free. I got free stuff. Yeah. Played basketball. I think that was more of like an experience. That was more more like an internship more than, uh, you know, this guy wanted to make buku books. Moving right along to dad life. What jobs wouldn't you allow your kids to have? And uh, how did you or how do you introduce, quote, working um, to your kids, so I know I know uh, a lot of parents introduce working in in different terminology. I guess that's just kind of a blunt way to say it. But I think some people start off with like chores, you know, helping out around the house. That you know, if you work towards something, you know, you can get paid. But also knowing that doing chores uh, for the houses, helping the house because none of us get, yeah, you shouldn't be getting paid. So it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Um, But at the same time, you want to teach your child work ethic. Exactly. Yeah. And that involves with you actually going to work. But yeah. So how, how is that being introduced or um, what's anyone's thoughts on that? Yeah. So I, I had this system that I heard from, Dave Ramsey's daughter, I I forget her name. You probably know Jimmy. Rachel. But uh, basically, I created this responsibility chart where, you know, kids don't get allowance. They need to earn it. Yeah. And I had a system. Basically, it was a weekly chart. Every day of the week was on there. And we even bought one with magnets, but that was, like, too big to put on the fridge. Yeah, ask Heck. He so can the- make magnets with stickers for you. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so I was introducing the kids to the concept that they need to earn like a I wouldn't I didn't even call it allowance. It was just you you earned this. Um, so that worked for a while, but then I think it was just bad parenting of me. I just kind of wasn't keeping up with it. But I think Jimmy, you might get into like you know kids and acting. So our kids, you know, we were pretty fortunate. We lived in L.A. for a couple years, and you know we kind of just threw our kids into the entertainment industry after doing a bunch of due diligence to see if it is even like a thing that you could do. So they were they were fortunate to actually get an agent, get a manager, and they booked some commercials. So then I was, you know, I, I kind of raised them to think more entrepreneurial than to think, you know, they need to go the traditional route. You know, you got to only go this way and work a job like, you know, most kids are taught. Yeah. So for, for, for me and my wife, I guess more so me, I, I kind of, because I'm an entrepreneur myself, um, it's just trying to teach the kids to think that there's not always just one way to think of how to make a living like to let you see the mainstream so they've you know they've done some work and things are good and you know what that um you know we basically give them the opportunity to get like a get like a gift like a reward you know it's, it's a fraction of what they actually made but they'll buy some shopkins or something um you know from uh from Toys R Us, you probably know Shopkins Hector. With oh, all I know Shopkins, absolutely. Yeah, man. Season, he made, he made season, step on them. That's out? Yeah, yeah, they heard they're worse than Legos. Yeah, they- but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, it's just introducing them to the concept that you know you guys, even though you're kids, um, you can make a you can make a living now. And it's actually you know for me, you know, I'm trying to teach them you know get a jump start. You know, you don't have to wait till you're finished college to actually start making, you know, some 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 money. You could do it now, and that's just kind of how I do it. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting to me. Do they know? Do they get the concept of money? I mean, I get. I guess my question would be, where where do you define, um, you know, working, which would be putting in forth an effort for a return of, you know financial gain versus someone who has you know like a talent or pursuing their dreams oh well you know i'm just exploiting their talents you know so (laughs) (laughs) you know i Uh, want them to make it big so they could take take care of their dad who i can just you know back and whatever i think it's all about this is fun but you know it's a blessing that you actually can make some some money for it and you know we're putting away for college so, yeah. so you have like the dual thing going there. So it's not just like, oh, let's just make a like a ton load of money because you know in their mind that any of that doesn't really much makes much sense. I mean, how old are yeah. your daughters? Uh, they're getting ready to turn seven and nine. So the the oldest, I mean, they they both kind of understand the concept of money, you know, but they, you know, I try to, I try to basically raise them the way that I want. I wish I was raised. Like I wish, mm-hmm. even though like my dad, he's owned some restaurants, but I was never close with my dad, but I always wanted to be, um, an entrepreneur, but I didn't really take the risk that I, that I've done now until like my late thirties, even though I've always done like side type of bi- side businesses. Yeah. So I'm just trying to fast forward it with them. I don't know. Hey, you can actually do these things now. Like we were having a conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago, like after Christmas, and like we came up with this great idea of, you know, my girls are very you know creative and they can draw. Well, I was like, why don't you guys design your own like uh, Christmas cards or greeting cards? And low overhead, so I'm teaching them slow overhead. 
you know, you can design them, we can scan them, we can get them printed everywhere else, and then we can, you know, market them. So those are those are the conversations that we have in our household, which may not be, you know, typical for, you know, the majority of, of those. But I'm just trying to get them to think like an entrepreneur. I give them books to read and things like that, you know, to get them getting that mindset and everything. Just, just because, you know, I want them to be, you know, going down the entrepreneurial path because for me personally – you know, the job thing wasn't really my calling, even though I had a lot of success at it. But I want them to know that, you know, like I said, there's there's a, another way of creating income than just, you know, what the what the traditional path would teach you. Fascinating. Yeah. CJ's going to be eight. Um, and I, I don't really talk too much about the money. Um, you know, Jim gave us uh, for Christmas, actually gave CJ, not us, but gave CJ the... Uh, Three piggy banks from, I don't know, something from Dame, Dave Ramsey. I don't remember yeah. from what, but it was a save, spend, and give. give. Um, so, you know, he puts money in that, and the first time he kind of got uh, introduced to, to money was when he had to give it away, which was last, not this Christmas the past, but the one before. Mm-hmm. The give all of a sudden turned into no, I don't, I don't want to. Why am I giving something to somebody? So yeah. that was the first time that he kind of let me know that you know the the value of money. He understood the value of money. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but other than that, I don't really talk too much about it. I think you know, being sometimes naive is very blissful. You know. Yeah. Um. So I, for right now, he doesn't. He knows. He's starting to understand the concept. Like I actually went through a balance sheet with him, you know. I'll ask him questions. Oh, um, I said, CJ, you know, if you if your rent is a hundred dollars, um, and you know you sold, you know, you don't live in America. <laughs> well, and you sell a pack of cards for, you know, ten pack of cards, thirty dollars a piece, and your rent is, uh, you know, a hundred bucks, and you know how for how much did you make? You know how much total revenue did you produce? So I'll I'll start using terms like that because he likes it. Yeah, um, and he'll start asking me questions, and I'll keep adding on to expenses. I was well, you got to pay your employees. How much are you paying your employees? He's like, oh well, you know, five dollars an hour. And I said, okay, well, what if an employee wants uh, ten dollars an hour? What do you do? He's like, fire him. I was like, no, that's not what you do. <laughs> so I mean, oh, we'll, he's a boss. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have those conversations uh, now. Uh, but as far as like money, actually, he has no idea how much is being spent on him, um, and that's probably bad parenting on my behalf. So he should, you know. Try to understand a little more. We say like, "Oh, you don't realize what you know what we do for you," and it's like, "Yeah, of course." You, when you when you throw up on him like that, of course he's not yeah, gonna yeah. understand. Yeah. He feels bad because you're <laughs> you're yelling at him, but yeah. I don't think he really uh, understands or gets it. So I don't know. I guess that's a process. That's awesome. I like the uh, the contrast there, the two different sides. So moving on to our last segment, what would you guys say to either a younger you? Or whether it's, you know, someone you know, whether it's someone you don't know, a kid, a cousin, maybe a neighbor's kid that's going to their first job. What, you know, piece of advice would you maybe give them not only just about the job, but also about maybe their first paycheck or, you know, paychecks after? The job, as far as the job, be the best at it. Regardless of what you do, even if you're a McDonald's hamburger flipper, be the best McDonald's hamburger flipper. Make the best sandwiches because that trait right there. Uh, and, and that kind of discipline can be taken across the board, any walk of life in any career, as yeah. long as you try to be the best at it, um, you'll get recognized for it. You'll be, you know, compensated for it. People will take notice. Um, so just be the best at it, whatever you do, no matter what it is. 
Yeah, do do the best you can and have fun while you're doing it. It's your first job. It's not yeah. your career. Yeah. So just have fun at the same time. Like, like we all we all had jobs with our buddies. So it's 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 not to take serious, but yeah. at the same time, like you said, stay focused. Do do the best you can, but have fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think just the the most brief thing I guess just filling out fill while you're filling out the application if there is one or handing in your resume not sure at what you know point of time you're actually doing this it being your first job because nowadays some kids don't even get a first job till literally they're at, at a, they have their master's degrees at a high school yeah. or a college is knowing when you're filling out that application it's a job and that's the point is to work right um, yeah. it's not just to sit there you know like you're helping someone achieve something you know for whatever it is whether you know it's a product or a service so you are there to work but you know just kind of piggybacking off what goose and manny are saying is do the job you know do it to the best you can again it might not be there's not like your end all answer or whatever but just know that karma is always in full effect which is you know in other terms uh the law of attraction and uh, what you put out is what you get back. So you yeah. never know, even though you might stink at the job or even if the job itself stinks, you never know what that can actually lead to. And I'm not even talking about necessarily mm-hmm. maybe for that company. It could be that person or someone. Mm-hmm. Just remember, someone's always watching yep. you. Yep. And I'm not talking about cameras. I'm talking about <laughs> people are... Big brother. Um, big brother's watching Yeah, big brother's <laughs> watching you. This um, Anyway, so this thing that... You, you want to have that kind of thought process, though. Um, I know there's times when, you know, I was feeling sluggish at particular jobs that were just kind of like I was doing it for the paycheck, just trying to get things through. And me and Kel were, you know, saving up for our wedding in a house or whatnot. I would think, what if right now they're doing a special on you and how you did your job and all yeah. of a sudden there's a video crew behind you? How would you perform? Absolutely. Don't be contradictory in how, how you know, how you view life. If all of a sudden you're going to change how you're doing, why weren't you doing that in the first place? Yeah. Um, so so it's just, you know, I would say have fun, you know, do what you have to do, but have fun. But just also understand this is the foundation of the rest of what you're going to do for the rest of yeah. your life. If you're lousy and you're a slack off and you're a terrible employee now, that's what you're going to have. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're not, oh, I don't like to work for anybody, those are the employees you're going to have. Karma is always in full effect. If you're a crappy employee, that's who you eventually hire because uh, it has to come back in some way. So be at least a good employee. Yes, if you're an entrepreneur, get through it. Just do it, do it, do it. Just do your job. And then that way, later on, you don't have to worry about none of that. Open up your own business. Be a boss. Do whatever you got to do. It's all a a learning experience. You'll learn. You'll know if you're going to be an entrepreneur. You'll know if you can handle or that's what you want to do or that's what you want to be. But it's all... It's all a learning experience. You're going to take that with you forever. Sure. Also, take notice onto the things that you don't like. I know a lot of stuff is like, man, if I was ever a manager or if I was ever a boss or if I ever owned, I would never treat my employees like that. Mm-hmm. Or I would always give them bonuses when this guy never gave me a bonus. Or yeah. I would always, you know, acknowledge them what a great job that they're doing when this guy never did or whatever. Um, those are all little things. I know that sounds like a lot if you're just 16 and you're just, you just want, you know, a few bucks. But it's, it's things that you pay attention. All that stuff will come naturally. I'm just saying, you know, for the person that's more, I guess, introverted in, in a sense where they're just taking in things, information all at once. Um, Don't take advantage of the situation. Yeah, exactly. I, I, 
just from me working at the bar, like owning the barbershop. I had uh, a kid that would come in. He's 13 years old. He's been working there. He's, he's 17 now. He's been working there since he was 13. As he got older, he thought he knew it all and would just like, mm-hmm. like give us excuses on not coming to work. He was telling me he got another job. Come to find out, he never had another job. Just didn't want to come to work because he was like, oh, I just got done school. I just want to chill. He would call and text in and like, oh, I got work somewhere else. And then his mom would call in like, yo, where's he at? Is he there? I'm like, he hasn't been here in two weeks. Yeah. Like, you, and then your credibility is gone. You start lying and start making stuff up. If you don't want to be there, just be upfront. Just tell the truth. Be honest. And then you just move on from there. Don't, like, leave people hanging. Don't burn bridges. Don't, like, just, like, Manny not show up. I mean, it worked It worked well. It worked all right for him. But, like, sometimes it could be it could, it, your next job. They can, it can reflect on you. They're like, oh, right. where'd you work at? Last? That hiring manager could yeah, go to where'd the you next work job? at last? Like, and then Whoa. how'd you leave them? And blah blah. blah and right. you can lose out on that opportunity. Yeah. Here, here's the advice that I would give to my younger self, just to me. I wouldn't give it to others. It wasn't my first job, but it was one of my first ones. Um, it was I was a senior in high school, and just ready. I was graduating, and I would give the advice to go to senior week because I didn't go because I was scheduled to work. All my friends went, had a great time, and I was gonna. The only reason why I would give myself this advice because I was gonna quit anyways because I was getting ready to go into college and I was playing ba- college basketball. And we had in like a week after, like senior week, I was gonna quit planning on quitting anyways because we were gonna go through summer drills and all that stuff. So, anyways, the only reason I say that is because my friends still kind of, you know, rub me, you know, hey, all the good times I missed out just because I was working some job at this little pizza par- parlor. That I probably ended up not even going in the whole week that I was supposed to, anyways, thinking, oh man, I'm missing out on all the fun you guys are having. But, uh, anyways, I'm saying that lighthearted, but yeah, definitely I echo everything you guys said about it. even though it's your first job, there's so much you can learn from it, take it seriously, do the best you can. So, even that same pizza place that I ended up, you know, that I said I was working at, I remember the big guy was coming in. I guess he's the owner, he had multiple franchises. And, the manager, you know, they had this task to do and I knew it was coming because I heard about it and it came to me. And the only reason why they came to me is because they knew I was like probably the the best employee because I listened and I wouldn't give them a hard time. And the task was going outside, sweeping up all the cigarette butts. So because <laughs> the big the big owners coming in, so I'm out there. <laughs> pissed off like man (laughs) because I I wasn't like most people were like oh I'm not doing that you know give them a hard time but you know I could not I would never do that you know because I knew you know this is you know even though it's not probably in a job description but you know it needs to be done and everything so anyways I missed senior week because I was working man missed out on those memories but it's probably a good thing I didn't go anyways probably (laughs) something something would have happened that shouldn't have happened (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, everything happens for a reason yeah but um all right, cool. So let's close this episode up with uh, three quotes, one from Joseph Campbell. If you don't know who he is, it is very important that you look him up. Um, Aristotle and Confucius, I'm sure those two names ring a bell, and if you don't know either of them two, also look them up. Uh, so from Joseph Campbell, um, I think the person who takes a job in order to live, this is to say, for the money, has turned himself into a slave. Um, and the next one is by Aristotle. Arsh. I know. Um, if you have, if, I'm telling you, read any material. I'm not even saying you have to read a book or just watch a video on Joseph Campbell. This dude's thought process will blow your mind away. 
All right, so the next one by Aristotle. Pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work. Um, and the last one by Confucius. Choose a job you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Mm. Yep. So yeah. there you have nice. it. Goose heck, Manny gave myself Jimmy Lee Velez here with uh, Scott Free DeVore. Uh, yep, yep. This episode titled My First Job. In this episode, we discuss our first jobs, how we landed them and why. What we did with our first paycheck, our kids and their first jobs, uh, conversations with our kids about working and managing money, and our advice for someone attaining their first job. We wrap the episodes up with quotes from Joseph Campbell, Aristotle, and Confucius. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.